You're listening to Destination University. If you are a college-bound teen or a champion of one, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Welcome to episode number 88. Taking community service to the next level. And holy smokes, I have been wanting to have this conversation with an expert for years, literally. And so I'm so excited to get this going. Now, you should know that there are 3,600 seconds in one hour. So can you give one hour to make a difference? That's the very question that Carol Grace has for you. She is the founder of Give 3600, and we are going to dive in today on how to really take your altruistic intuitions to the next level. So if you want the insider scoop for community service, this show is definitely for you. So hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon, founder of Dream College Academy and College Essay Bootcamp. Welcome to Destination University, where college dreams really do come true. Welcome, Carol. How are you doing today? Go ahead and unmute. Yeah, there you go. How are you doing today, Carol? No worries. Thanks so much for having me today. Any day I can talk about volunteering, giving back to others is a great day. I truly appreciate it. I completely agree. And, um, you know, I love, I love any opportunity we can to pass on this message to teenagers about how to get started early and giving back. So I'm excited to have you. So thanks for sharing your time with us today. Um, listeners, as you know, I always say, get out your pen and paper. If you're old school like me, I have my pen and paper. It's always going to be golden nugget, nuggets that Carol will, will share with us today. So be, be sure that you are ready to take down some notes. So um, there's much to get to, but before we dive into all things community service, our listeners love to know our guest story. Like, what is your story? What was your own uh, college journey? And what were some pivotal moments in high school and or in college when you really uh, discovered your own calling? So my calling actually came from my father and my grandfather. They were both very quiet men who taught me many lessons, especially through just quiet examples of giving, of just doing things for others. My grandfather was the kind of man he could fix anything that needed to be fixing. And he did that for everybody he could. He never asked for anything in return. Quite often I would go over and visit him. My grandmother said, oh, he's down the street fixing this for Mary or Joe or whatever. But he never asked for anything in return. So just that quiet example of him giving back to others. My father actually grew up during the depression where childhood hunger and being hungry was a huge thing and greatly impacted him throughout his whole entire life. So he was always extremely compassionate to people that had any kind of hunger issues. And taught us the importance of not wasting food, realizing that people did not have, you know, the things that we, we had. So I grew up with those two quiet examples, and I decided when I had sons, which I do have two sons are now grown, to pass on that family legacy to, to my sons. So we went on many family volunteer adventures together. I drugged them sometimes when they did not want to go with me, but they went along anyhow. In fact, my youngest son, um, he actually wrote his college essay about all of the escapades we did during volunteering. He did a little uh, computer, he actually did a video college essay uh, with little fees from all of the various opportunities that we did along the way during his four years in high school. So with those two men in mind, I decided to pass on my family legacy and I decided since uh, volunteering was such a passion of mine, I decided to create Give 3600 about a year and a half ago. 
Uh, like you said, it's called Give 3600 because there's 3600 seconds in every hour. And we believe that one hour of giving can make a difference in someone's life. Sometimes we do not know what that hour is, but um, quite in, invariably there is a difference being made. So um, I have various programs that we have within Give 3600. And today I believe we're here to talk about the College Application Spotlight Program. Yes, absolutely. Now, okay, I wanna pause for a second because I love that you use the term family legacy. And, and that is what we're passing down. And you took those lessons from when you were young and what you saw um, your father do and just sort of uh, out of just being kind. Um, so passing on this family legacy and then you passed on to your two sons. And uh, did you catch that listeners? What she said was one of her sons wrote his college essay about all of the escapades they had done. So uh, plenty to do and obviously lots of lessons learned but um, I'm sure he, he wrote about those. Now, because you're the expert in this and you've been doing this for, for a long time, not necessarily just with the foundation, but in general, this is your life history. So describe for, you know, our, the parents who are listening and the students who are listening, you know, from when I work with teens, there are a lot of students and families that ask about how to do more community service and what they can do. And they often think that's like the way into getting into their dream college. But I, I often want to share with them to take a step back and really understand that there are many more benefits other than beefing up your resume um, with community service. So share some of that with our audience about, about that. Okay, so community service and giving back to others, it has many, many benefits. Physical benefits, because if you're out doing something, maybe you're out doing a beach cleanup, or maybe you're out uh, clearing up some, some trail or something, you get the physical benefits of that. Packing food, there's some physical benefits of that. There's many mental um, benefits of giving back to others. Um, you meet new people. You can grow confident. Confidence, your confidence level goes up. You learn great leadership skills, uh, great communication skills. So from that aspect, volunteering, and just the idea that you're doing something above and beyond yourself, helping somebody else out, can have uh, many benefits for you, whether it be physically, emotionally, and or spiritually, all at the same point in time. And obviously, there's other benefits from a college-bound standpoint. They can write their college essay about some of the escapades that they have in volunteering. Um, a lot of the nonprofits that we're currently uh, dealing with and partnering our students with, they're offering them letters of recommendation that they can use on their college application. When they apply for scholarships, it always looks really good. Um, it's, it builds leadership skills. It maybe perhaps, um, maybe perhaps they'll even find a skill or probably maybe even find a profession that they never even thought about by volunteering. So now, there's so many different benefits from that. Yeah, no, I love that you, so again, write this down, um, folks, physical benefits, mental benefits, meeting new people, leadership, communication, and feeling like you're doing something bigger than yourself. Now, um, maybe we'll get into this a little bit later when we talk about some tales, some specific um, stories of students that you've been working with, but, um, you know, I often, I mean, all, a lot of these I, I think about myself, but I never thought about the physical benefits. And I know one of the things I did with a group of students was the Habitat for Humanity um, mm -hmm. project and things like that. But 
really students and families, what I want you to hear more than anything is that community service, writing about community service in your college essay is really not necessarily about the service itself, but it actually is actually usually one of these benefits, something that you gained. What did you learn? What's the reason you did it? What's your why? And so it's not really about the pounding of the nails in for Habitat for Humanity or, or building, you know, um, creating a, a new library for a, a nonprofit or something like that. It's really about all of these skills that you learn. So lots of side benefits. And I'm gonna guess that um, sometimes, you know, the physical, the mental, the leadership can lead a student to discover um, a talent in themselves, which leads down a completely mm -hmm. different road, right? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree, yes, 100%. Well, let's talk about the real specific thing that we're here to talk about, which is your program. And remind me what it's called, the, um, our College Application Spotlight Program. So this is specifically for college-bound teens. And Carol and I met, I can't remember how we, who or how we got connected. But when I can't we first, remember either. Yeah, I don't know who, somebody connected us. I can't remember who. But once I knew what you were doing, specifically with this program, which I want you to share all the details with, I thought this is really um, going to be helpful for the campers and dreamers of my courses that really want to take it to the next level. So go ahead, share with us what, what's all, what is this all about? Okay, so the, actually the process is quite simple. Once we have a student that it connects with us, we start with an assessment. So what that is, is I have a Zoom call with the student. We talk a little bit about their hobbies, their interests, maybe some college majors they have, you know, that they're, they're thinking about, the time that they have to um, devote to volunteering, because I know students have many other things that they're dealing with at the same point in time. So from there, after that um, interview that I have with them, I go out and I look through the database of the various nonprofits that we have that we're partnering with and see if there's a good fit for the student, a unique opportunity that really highlights some of the hobbies and or interest and or college major that they're looking for. And if we do not have that particular partnership, we start reaching out to nonprofits, whether it be in the community they live in or anywhere throughout the United States, since so many of the volunteer opportunities are virtual now. So we do that. So once I have a really good fit for the student, I create, we have um, another introductory call with the student and the nonprofit, because I believe it's also really good for them to talk to the nonprofit about where they're coming from. They get to learn a little bit about the nonprofit. They get some really good interview skills, which is good, you know, communication skills, getting that started. So that's really important. So we kind of have that introductory call. So then they go off and do whatever the project may be hopefully to, to success. I do have the process where I follow up with the students, whether it be monthly, quarterly, to check in with them to see how they're doing. Um, we also check in with their nonprofit to see how things are going from their standpoint. Um, we offer tracking of hours if that's important, if the student needs assistance with that, we can help them with that. And let's say the student gets involved in an experience and it's just not working out for them. Then we pivot and we find something else for them too. So there's not, they're not, you know, if it's something that they're not meant to do or just sounded good and it didn't work out, we're always willing to retrack and, you know, go back and find something different for them. 
So that, that kind of encompasses very high level what we do. We just try to stay really engaged with the student because I really, I love talking to them, finding out how their experiences were with the nonprofits and some of the lessons that they've learned too are really kind of amazing to me along a lot that, that we've been able to discover, so. Um, I love this because one, teenagers don't always know how to go about taking something they love to do to the next level or who, you know, they've worked with a particular nonprofit, but, you know, they're looking for, to do something um, more meaningful in terms of a project and that maybe nonprofit doesn't have, doesn't have that or, you know, whatever. So can you give us an example of um, a maybe recent student that you work with and just share with us like a fit, a find and um, what that person's, the student's interest was and what uh, organization you paired them up with, and then the project that they did. Sure, I can actually share with you. I actually have like four of them. Is that good? I'm oh, sure yeah, that's great. Example. I love this. It sounds great. Sounds great. So I have a young student. He was going to be a music major. Specifically, he played the drums, played the drums since he was what, a young, very young child. So we paired him up with a nonprofit that takes drums. They refurbish the drums, and then they give them back to schools that are in needs of drums. So he is updating all of their social media channels for them. It's a very small nonprofit, so he's getting a lot of behind the scenes look, being kind of able to also understand the business about running a nonprofit at the same point in time. So take that, that's kind of his project that he's working on for them. I have another young student, she is a culinary arts student, passionate about cooking. In fact, she was writing, starting to make her own cookbook. So we partnered her with a Women's Transitional Living Center, and she's creating, we'll call them little food network cooking videos for the mothers and the children's to do when they're at the living center for healthy small snacks they can have and mix together and or easy, simple dinners that they can cook together. Third example is I have another student who's STEM, is his passion. So we partnered him with the STEM organization where he is doing a couple of different things. He is writing a blog, a day in the life of a high school student with all of the STEM classes he's taking, the STEM um, um, clubs he's involved in and his process of making his way to college. He's doing that for them. Plus, they're also giving him the opportunity to interview people within the STEM field and learn more about STEM that way, and he's creating videos for them that way. And then my final example is a young student interested in film. Um, so he is working with a Parkinson's, um, a uh, nonprofit that deals with Parkinson's disease, but especially around music. The music is very good with people that have Parkinson's disease. So he's creating a uh, fundraising video for them where he's interviewing all of the people in the group, learning more about their lives, and then intertwining the little videos of him speaking with them into them performing. And then they're gonna use this video for promotional and or fundraising once he completes the video. So those are some of the examples. And to be quite honest with you, I love when somebody uh, gives me a hobby and they don't think that I'm going to be able to find a fit for them and I'm able to find that fit. That's when I'm the happiest. Okay, Carol, this is incredible. Like literally this is incredible. I love the, I love the drum kid. And I mean, me personally, I think I, 
love the culinary arts, those videos of the cooking. That Me too. <laughs> I love that. But um, I love the, the film. So there's an organization that needs a fundraising video and needs someone to take, you know, to take that on. And, mm -hmm. and filming and creating films is such a time-consuming project that most nonprofits, yes. I would imagine, don't have the bandwidth or staff mm -hmm. to do that. Yes. So yeah. you remind me, you said the STEM kid was creating this day in the life. Um, and what was the organization he, um, he or she is doing this for? It's an organization called STEMI, S-T-E-M-E, STEMI. Oh, cool. And actually another small, another small organization who the founder is kind of taking um, him under his wings and really kind of mentoring him along the process too. So, yeah. And the nice part is, I mean, they're learning how to set up like LinkedIn profiles already. They're starting to build their resumes as they go along because actually this is the start for them in building their career resume too. These are sure. some great opportunities that you can start adding to your resume. So sure. that part is also really good. I'm um, going to know you're talking about lessons learned. So I was going to tell you a little bit about the, the one filmmaker. I talked to him yesterday and he talked to me just about how a little bit reluctant he was about dealing with, you know, the people with Parkinson's disease. He did not know what it was going to be like. But he told me that he has learned so many life lessons from talking to these people about their disease, what it means to them, how important it is for them to have that community. And he's learned little life lesson nuggets from these people just by talking to them that he never thought he would learn. So that was kind of really kind of cool and interesting to hear him tell me that too. So. You know, um, we talk about we we talk about this in terms of um, two two ways. We say this is the cool. You know, what is your coolness factor? What is something cool about you that's going to help you stand out in an application? Um, number one. But I want to reemphasize that uh, both what you do and what I do. Um, you know, you have there's a goal of of completing a project and and putting that on your resume and all of that. And for me. The goal is getting into a college of your dreams, et cetera. That's not really, that's once, that's a goal in the greater scheme of life. You know, the bigger goal, what is your bigger goal? What is your career goal? What is your happy future look like? And so I always just try to rem remind them, you're not, you know, you're not doing this to get into college. Like getting into college is, is one step, but really think about all the skills and that you're going to learn all the benefits that have come, not only just because you're headed to college, for life, lifelong skills. Um, right. And then I, um, I really think interested, interested students become interesting applicants. So the more experiences you have, right? So, you, you know, you, you go into making this film, but here you find yourself having interviews with people that influence um, your thoughts and your opinions and your, your, you know, your paradigm. You might have a paradigm shift along the way. So, very, very interesting stuff. I have to ask you, yes. I'm so curious, how, like, do, do you have this Rolodex? Like, how do you find, how do you find these matches? It's so, <laughs> so, so specific and, and just amazing. So there's this thing called Google. That's how I do it. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, it's so funny because even yesterday I interviewed a young student and his passion was fishing. I'm thinking, okay, this is a good one. I know I'm going to find something for you because you've, now you've given me my challenge. 
So I went and I Googled fishing nonprofits and I actually have something, a, a conversation next week with one that's probably gonna work out really, really well for him where he's gonna be able to take, take his passion for fishing and he's going to be able to you, uh, help that with underprivileged kids to teach them the benefits of fishing and helping them that way. So it's just, but a lot of times it's hit and miss. I do send out a lot of emails. Sometimes I never hear anything back, but I can be a very persistent person. So that's also good. Another thing I learned from my father, so. Yes, okay, so persistence like wins the day. Um, but, okay, so thank you for just saying that one little piece. If you didn't catch what she just said, I'm gonna just reiterate and I, I um, sometimes the best reason to have a coach, a guide, a mentor, or, you know, uh, someone like you on their team is just, I think mean, I remember being a teenager and I, back in the day when there was like actual landlines, I was scared to get on the phone, <laughs> call anybody and ask anything. And like, well, what is she going to say? What is he going to say? What am I going to say? Um, and so that one hurdle, right? The one hurdle of a kid knows what they love doing by and large, um, or they maybe need some help, right? In your initial conversation, help sort of pull, pull it out. Yes. Pull it. Let me get it out of you. Let me, let me ask you some questions and then eventually it all comes out. Right. So it's there. But even when I say to my students, go out there and find a nonprofit and do this. And I bet if you call, somebody needs your help. I guarantee they want your free service. Um, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a hard leap. I think for any 14, 15 or 16 year old to a they might be willing and able to, they're certainly able, but they're you know, willing to make out one or two reach outs. But when they don't hear, they get discouraged. So what you just yes, said yes. is that sometimes it takes five reach outs. I'm oh. going to guess sometimes it takes 15, oh. 25 reach outs. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. You know, yes. Yes. So yes. this yeah. is the yes. importance. This is the importance of having someone who uh, has the time and the bandwidth to, 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 to do this. So it's definitely worth, uh, I think, the service. So um, before we wrap up soon here, I want our listeners to know how to find you. Maybe if you want, if you're comfortable sharing sort of the initial cost or you know, how do they get started with you? No problem. So our, our cost for a one-year engagement with a student is $69.95. So that's one year of me uh, being there alongside with them, doing all the pestering I need to do to get them something going along. Um, so you can reach, reach out to us at give3600.com. There's a contact us on our web, on our web website, or you can send me an email at carol, C-A-R-O-L at give3600.com. What an incredible price and what, a, I mean, so, so valuable. So I am definitely, we're going to have you on as a guest for Dream College Academy, which was fantastic. And um, there's lots of, plenty of follow-up to do with, there were nearly a hundred students there. And then of course we will be working with um, essay campers throughout the summer. So um, this is going to come at a good time. This episode, uh, by the way, listeners, this episode, uh, when you're listening to it, will air in May. Um, it's the beginning of April right now, as I'm talking to you. To Carol, I'm located in, in Ohio. I'm wearing a sweater because it's still chilly, and um, I'm in Virginia. It's chilly here today. It's like 37 today. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we can't wait for warmer weather. So anyway, okay. So there you have it, everyone. Now Carol has given you some tips and tales, um, and here is the real truth. The truth is, 
you can't go wrong with giving 3,600. You absolutely cannot go wrong with giving of your time. And I'll tell you why, as we talked about all of the benefits here, yes, their physical benefits, their mental benefits, you get to start to create your resume, et cetera, et cetera. But in the long term, these are skills that you need for the long term, not just in college, but well beyond. It will help you be a better networker and communicator in your career. And as you get gain experience to get interviewing, and you just get to meet interesting people along the way. And when you become a more interested person, you become a more interesting applicant. So that is the real truth of today. So taking your community service to the next level has so many more benefits. It's really tenfold. And it's a win-win for everyone involved, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And then, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. And the nonprofits greatly appreciate, they love working with the younger, younger generation. Absolutely love it. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to just wrap up here. So stick with us for one second, Carol, as I do the wrap up here, and then we'll wave goodbye to our uh, viewers and listeners. So, well, my listeners, uh, this is, thank you for being with us today. We know you have a full plate. And so we're grateful every time that you spend time with us. And tonight, today was really a great episode and very practical, with very practical takeaways. So to thank you for your time, you can hop over to my website, drcynthiacolon.com. And there I have a choice of three gifts for you, depending on what year your child is in, on this college admission journey. And I'll be sure to link all, all the ways to, to get in touch with Carol, um, with her services, and maybe this is exactly what you've been thinking of and needing in your life. If this episode has in any way found your confidence or helped build your dreams, please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. And we will continue to have more conversations this season with, with people from different colleges and also different organizations. So you'll be learning plenty to get you started on your college admission journey. Parents, you can join us at Destination University, the Facebook group, and there are no matter what age your teen or preteen is in high school, uh, you will find your people for, who are parenting and mentoring college-bound teens. You can join the conversation there. All right, that's all I have for you today, my dreamers and doers. Remember to share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes, and I'll see you next time. And until then, have a happy and sunny day. Bye for now.